Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder, episode 205. Today, we have a duo pod on this uh, weekly. With me today is Maddie Moles at Maddie Moles Pod. Maddie, what's up? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, just, you know, grinding away at all the things. Uh, full-time job, uh, full-time parent and husband, and part-time student. But also a uh, full-time Thunder fan and full-time commander of team anti-tank. Let's go. We championship. Mm-hmm. It's on. I, I am not only full-time. I believe I'm, I'm working overtime shifts in terms of my Thunder fandom Woo-woo. right now. I am I'm all aboard anti-tank. I believe this, this topic Thunder unit is all... Uh, at the front lines of championship season, and we will not be told otherwise until it is completely out of it. Uh, So speaking of championship, we have a couple of games that occurred leading us to... Oh, what was that? That was a a White Claw. Oh, White Claw for life. White Claw game. White Claw for life. You got to do it. You got to drink the White Claws. One day we're going to get them as a sponsor. Yeah. But until then, free advertisement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had two wins this week uh, since our last podcast on Wednesday. Atlanta and Minnesota, two very uh, bad teams uh, statistically. So fortunately, this was the expected outcome for both. Uh, and it was a back-to-back game. Uh, so credit to Oklahoma City not getting tired down at the end of this uh, doubleheader stretch. So Work. let's first jump into the Atlanta game. That was the first. Um, we led the entire way. I don't think there was even a point when Atlanta had a lead, even in like the first few seconds of the game. Uh, it was... I mean, Atlanta definitely held on the first half. John Collins was doing really well. I think he had 19 or 17 points in the half, first half. Um, and then Trey kind of came alive in the second half. But at that point, we kind of just ballooned our lead. It was at one point 33 points ahead. So, I mean, there's not much you can do at that point. Um, Oklahoma City just had a ferocious offensive massacre of this team scoring 140 points. They had a hundred and like, I think it was 104 points after three quarters, which if you look at that score, which I did, I thought the game was almost over. Turns out we had another quarter to go. Um, 
but yeah, at, we had seven players score double digits. We had three players with 20 or more points, SGA, Danilo Gallinari, and Dennis Schroeder, which Woo! I am now saying correctly since his incredible game the other day. I've given him that blessing. Uh, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of offensive uh, firepower in this one, to say the least. Yeah, uh, Dennis has been incredible lately. Um, I know Jerry is talking about, that's why we're not breaking the team up. Keep them together. Um, but he's, he hates Dennis. He hates him. It's been, (laughs) it's been phenomenal, uh, just seeing him come in off the bench, but he's essentially like a six starter and he's very engaged and he's making teams pay for giving him too much space. They're making teams, he's making teams pay for. Uh, being overly aggressive, closing out on the perimeter. He just gets right by them and gets to his spots. And really, he's not forcing the issue. He's taking what's given to him, and he's playing within the confines of the offense, which he can be most effective with. And um, Dolan last year, that was the biggest knock he had on him, was was that he would he would force the issue too much. Too much uh, um, shooting the three off the dribble instead of the catch and shoot in a natural rhythm. And he's not doing that Ooh. as much now. Um, he had one, I, th- I think it was this game, I'm pretty sure it was this game, uh, one beautiful play where uh, Chris Paul kind of forced it to him in transition, like semi-transition before uh, the Hawks could get set up. And Dennis almost lost the ball out of bounds on the baseline. Um, he gathered himself and took two dribbles back towards the the top of the key or towards the other side of the court, mm-hmm. got the defender to overcommit, and then had a behind-the-back dribble to his left and took him baseline and just finished because nobody was expecting him to be that quick and, and to do that move. Uh, very reminiscent mm-hmm. of that old move that uh, Michael Jordan did back in the day where he, he faked like he was going to set it back up and then took it baseline. So uh, props to Dennis on that. That was real smooth. Uh, even the announcers on both sides had to, had to take, take a step back and say, wow, that was, uh, that was pretty special. Um, mm-hmm. Dennis was incredible. He, he played uh, 31 minutes in this game, which was the second most on the team behind SGA. SGA got a lot of play when we were just He always out. does. It's crazy. I'm like, why are we he's, risking injury here? But I don't know. He, he, every time I look at a stat sheet, he has at least 36 minutes. It's, it's insane. But, but props to him. He's, he's been playing well. So Dennis was yeah. a plus 19 and the plus minus. Uh, Shea was plus 25 in the plus minus, but neither one of those guys led the team in plus minus this game. Who, uh-huh. who would you say? I, I have it up. So I know, I know who Go it ahead. is already. <laughs> Hamadou Diallo with nine points had a plus 31 somehow. I don't really know how that math works out, but he did it. Plus 31. Crazy. Uh, really good defense. Um, he had two steals on the night, but he was high energy. And last year, uh, and this this goes into a little bit of the next game too. But last year we uh, in the um, we were we were wanting Terrence Ferguson to take more of a role where he was dribbling the ball, where he was being a facilitator and a playmaker for other guys. Then we we mm-hmm. this year in the off season we. We started to mold Amadou Diallo in that in the summer league and, and all that. Well, it's it's showing now. He has a lot of confidence. When he gets the ball, he's not losing his mind and trying to figure out what he wants to do with it. 
he's either passing it to the to the wide open guy in the confines of an offense and a, a play, or if something breaks down, he's able to to be assertive and go get to his spot, his actual spots, and take uh, good shots. So he's being efficient there. He's attacking. He's being a facilitator, and he's being a, an energy guy on the board. He had eight rebounds, or uh, excuse me, nine rebounds in this game. Eight defensive which was key in a game that we didn't have um, Steven Adams to rely on. Uh, we really needed somebody mm-hmm. to step up and, and help that deficit that we'd have on cleaning up the glass. So Amadou Diallo with a lot of energy in this one and the, the game against the Wolves. Yeah, he played. I mean, he actually had the most rebounds for, for the team that night. So that's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, and kind of going up, off what you said about him developing, he reminds me a lot of Jeremy Grant's development where hmm. I, I remember I likened him to uh, basically like a deer on ice when he first played, like he would just <laughs> fall over all the time. He was very like, he just felt like he, he was so long, but he didn't, it didn't feel like he could control his body that well. And then, you know, the year before we traded him, he really developed into like a much smarter player wasn't falling over when he drove to the basket every time. And I think the same thing kind of goes for Diallo. Uh, like you said, he, he was just wild that uh, last year, whenever he would go to the basket, you never knew what was going to happen. Um, but this, yeah, he's playing a lot smarter now. Uh, he, he feels comfortable in the offense and yeah, he's making plays. Um Almost had double double also, which would have been uh-huh. great. He was one rebound, one point away. Uh, but before we move on, we have to address one very, very important person on this team. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know who that is? Are we talking about Dortanian? No. Okay. Who? Who? Uh, take a guess. Um, a guy, Prime Nerlens, perhaps. No. God, we just have so many. Oh, the the lone musketeer. Mike the Rusella. Sex Panther. Sex Panther. This the Sex Panther. The musky Sex Panther, Mike Muscala. Woo, woo. Two straight games. He's had two straight games at this point where he made four threes at least. Holler. So he's we're now starting to realize the the reason. Uh, Sam Presti made that trip all the way to Minnesota. Speaking of Minnesota, do you see that transition? Nice. Good hosting. See that transition? See what I did? See what I did? We won in Minnesota uh, pretty handedly. I didn't get to see much of this game. Um, I just saw the highlights. But it. I mean, if I just had to watch without seeing any statistics, it just looked like Carl Anthony Towns was just straight up bullied by Steven Adams. Uh, well, I mean, Nerlens Noel was getting his face fixed. So he, mm. he missed this game. Um, and it was kind of a game time decision that Steven Adams was even going to play. But early on, Carl uh, Anthony Towns was cooking. He, he had like 24 points, like right off the bat in the first half. Um, Mm-hmm. And I got to say, uh, thank you, props, Stephen Dolan. I'm going to read your tweet for everybody to hear. Uh, highlight vid shows 30 of Cat's 37 points. 
Adams on the court, 14. Adams defending, 6. There are two threes. Uh, one he was trailing, one with a double screen on an inbounds play. The other eight were all four switches with SGA. Um, and then he says, watch the games or at least the three-minute video, LOL. Because everybody was just hating on Steven Adams. Well, a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't Steven Adams' fault. Um, we just didn't have a lot of length, and we didn't have, a, you know, it would have helped um, to have Nerlens yeah. in there, too, and stretches. Um the the thing is, Minnesota did a good job of getting Carl Anthony Towns the ball. Carl Anthony Towns wasn't just hitting everything inside and, and dominating. He was hitting threes. Ooh. He had range on his game and so he and he was very engaged on both ends. So it was just props to him. He was in Fuego in the first half. And I mean that was that was fine. But Steven Adams, um he ended up with no points on only two field goal attempts. <laughs> His stat line is pretty sad when you look at it. If you just don't, if you don't look at the the defensive stats, it's it's zero points, one rebound, two assists, and one turnover. That's uh, it. Yeah, but his four his four personal fouls, his four blocks, and four blocks. He had four blocks. Yeah. So he and I saw the highlights of those blocks, and they were they were very uh, pleasing to watch. Mm. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, if you look at Kat's statistics, he was four nine from three, but thirteen of twenty three from the floor, which is very that's like that's not a good field goal percentage if you remove the three point shots for mm-hmm. a big man. Like you shouldn't be shooting that low. So it was definitely like he couldn't get much inside. Um, which is definitely credit to Steven Adams. And without Nerlens, you've got like Mike Muscala on him or I don't know, like basically those are the only two guys. Yeah. I mean, as far as big man, that's all you have. Uh-huh. And I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is like a, uh, an all-star center first team, all NBA. Um, so like, yeah, you got it. You got to have bigger guys on that. So it was, it was pretty inevitable. He was going to have a good night. Um, but we, kind we survived it. We had again, another, uh, well-distributed offensive performance, uh, again seven players in double digits Uh um just like atlanta so we're seeing a very consistent trend of sharing the ball getting people their shots um if people aren't shooting well like in this game shay did not have a great night um other people can step up uh you saw chris paul a great performance 10 of 18 from the field a double double with 10 assists and 25 points so he was he was huge for this game as well as what we've been mentioning pretty much every game now is dennis schroeder yeah he's uh, the guy the shredder train is back the shredder train now we need to we do need to address someone you already mentioned and that is the dort man Woo! dort 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 Knox. uh I don't know of another good name other than that, but Lou, Lou Dort is, has started four straight games, I believe, and we have won all of them. Five? Five straight games. So we are now 5-0 and oh when Lou Dort plays, and he is playing considerable minutes. He played 30 minutes tonight. I think he's averaging like somewhere in the 25 to 30 range over that span, and he's guarding the best players uh, in the front court every single game. So I don't have his advanced stats up here, but I am pretty confident 
that if you were to look at the defensive wind shares or um, any other like defensive advanced stat, he would be doing very well for this team because it shows on the other end. I mean, he's not putting up great numbers offensively, although tonight he did make, or yesterday I should say, he made two threes, which is very good considering the fact that he missed like his first nine or whatever. Um, so he's definitely got that going for him, but that's not what he's there for. He is a defensive presence while uh, Terrence Ferguson is away. Um, and he's really filled that role nicely. I mean, just like Chris Paul said, you can't tell me this guy is a rookie. Like, mm-hmm. And an undrafted one at that, right? This, this cat That's crazy. Undrafted. 30 teams passed up on him, including us, to be fair. But it, it's we insane. got him anyway. Well, yeah. and he had a monster jam, like right in the face of, I want to say it was uh, Rocco. Um, where he split the defense and just, just jammed it home. Um, Jerry's least favorite player, Rocco. Oh, wants, wants nothing to do with him. And I mean, Covington had a hard, a tough game shooting, but man, yeah. the, the guy's just so good. Two steals and a block. He's very good. Five boards, like two assists. If, if freaking Towns and Wiggins didn't have such high usage rates, it would be it would look a lot different for him. Shabazz Napier Ooh. hit us with a triple-double. Nice. That probably deserves didn't to be mentioned. I didn't even notice. The good old Jason Kidd triple-double. The 10 points, yeah, 13 assists, 10, 10 points. <laughs> Just doing the bare minimum. The bare necessities. Yep. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists, minus two box score. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Great. Which is Great. really weird. Good. Fantastic. Uh, I don't, uh, so I looked up cause I remember Minnesota was leading the West at one point very early in the season. So I was curious mm-hmm. what their record has been as of late. And they have now in like the last two months, they've had nine game losing streaks or more two times. That's pretty crazy on. They had, I, th- I think they had an 11 game losing streak earlier. Now they're on nine. On uh, the 14th of November, so very early on, they had the, the Wolves are going to be bad this season? With cat like, kind of, what? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw and, that. And after that happened, like, the wheels fell off. <laughs> they fell off hard. <laughs> you. Yeah, that was, that was mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone, everyone on Thunder Twitter was... Uh, getting out every single yikes gif they could find. Um, so, I, I, you know, that's a very old takes exposed type of uh, situation they've got going on there. Uh, very bold of the Minnesota social team to post something like that on November 14th in the basketball season, knowing full well there's like 70 games left or something like that. So don't really know what they were thinking there. Because now I think they, since that tweet, they're something like 5 and 22, something ridiculous like that. So they are just bad. They're just really bad. For no good reason. So yeah, uh, another win, pretty easy win. Uh, and that, that puts us now, I believe, on, uh, I think we're on a six-game winning streak, five-game winning streak. 
which is good. We are now also, which is also very good, one game back of the sixth seed. Dallas lost their last game to the Lakers, I think. I forget. Um, uh, hey. They lost to some, somebody good. Uh, Hold so, on. Sorry, I just saw this. Clippers. And I know it's TMZ. There's no way that's what? true, right? Something about Kobe Bryant Whoa. being in a helicopter crash? That can't be real. That can't be real, right? Hold on. I'm looking. A Calabasas. I'm like, I mean, TMZ is not like... I mean, they put out some stuff, but like that is not something they that's crazy put out yeah i don't i'm i don't my know that i believe not... in that oh wow so fred katz this can't be real life oh my gosh i think it is no way everyone's like this has to be fake abc news confirmed five people dead working yeah. to confirm kobe bryant was one of the victims oh my god Holy cow. I mean, Ra like Rachel, Demita, like everybody is. Everyone's tweeting about it. Piers Morgan. Oh, my God. Nothing else wow. feels important right now. Oh, my God. Uh. That's just crazy. I need to, I just, I have to know if this is real. Like this is, nobody, nobody like very reputable has said anything yet. Well, I mean, Piers Morgan, like all, a lot of people are saying like, this can't be real. Well, yeah. There's some people saying it. Yeah, Piers Morgan tweeted about it, but he just, it says via TMZ. Like, TMZ is the only one reporting it right now. Kurt Sandoval for ABC7. All right, I'm opening up the TMZ article. I want to see this. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash in Calabasas Sunday morning. Kobe Bryant was traveling with at least three other people in his private helicopter when it went down. A fire broke out. Emergency personnel responded, but nobody on board survived. Five people are confirmed dead. We're told Vanessa Bryant was not among those on board. The cause of crash is under investigation. Matt Norlander, senior uh, writer for CBS Sports. Los Angeles authorities are confirming a helicopter crash in Calabasas that reportedly had Kobe Bryant and four others on board. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a helicopter crash. I've seen, I mean, there's pictures right here. It's, I think now it's just, was he on board? Widely considered one of the greatest, yeah. That, that's insane. Wow. Uh, yeah, Andrew Schleck just tweeted. Yeah, he just reposted the TMZ article. I don't know. TMZ is just hard for me. 
don't, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't really know what to do moving forward with this. I mean, that, that was that was the week that was for the Thunder. Um, but yeah. now we're we're definitely on to more important things. Uh, I mean, whether whether you liked him or whatever, like shout I mean, out shout out to Kobe Bryant as one of the the legends of the game for sure, and a reason why a lot of people, yeah. um, you know, got involved in the game of basketball. Why a lot of people love the game of basketball so much. Okay. I mean, it's it. He's he's a fundamental part of the game. Like, he he completely changed the league. He was a part of, like, I mean, regardless of what you think about him off the court, like, he. I mean, I mean, when people shoot their trash in a trash can they say kobe like that's that's how big he is paul george just put tweeted quit playing dan wooten so this is a new report by the sun i don't know how reputable this is either oh uh, they just reported tmz so no one else is it's just the tmz article still i don't like, I don't want to believe it until I get someone aside from TMZ, you know? Yeah, I mean, but... Everyone's tweeting about it, though. And, like, I feel... So I feel like... I feel like if he was alive, somebody would have said by now, you know? Like, people know where Kobe is. Like, he's got all sorts of, um, you know, family and friends that... I mean, he's a very important guy, so... I mean, it's it's literally everybody. It's it's just crazy too because like we just saw him at the game last night at, when LeBron passed him for his like his point record. Like he, we just saw him, and then just like that, it just like snap of a finger, everything changes. It's just, yeah, everyone's just quoting the TMZ article. <sighs> wow. It's on Barstool now. Not like Barstool's yeah. the most reputable I mean, thing yeah, ever, it's... but... No. It's literally everyone's, everybody. But, yeah. And again, like, nobody... If, if he was alive, somebody would have known. I mean, and all these people in the news, like, Matt... Uh, Maggie Carlo uh, retweeting it and, and stuff like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to save our Twitter questions and other stuff till uh, a Next later time. date. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I I, I don't have very many words. It's just like. Deaths like this are just so hard to process at first. Like people, it's especially like people that are still like in a time of their life where they shouldn't like be dying, you know, like people that are old, it's different. But I mean, he was what, like 40, maybe 41 years old, 41. Yeah.
Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't. I, mean, I feel like if I feel like if anything, we should just close this with some. I mean, obviously about Kobe, but yeah, that only feels appropriate. I mean, we've already said like he and another like. I think that something that has gone a little less under the radar has been his or was his promotion of uh like the WNBA and like mm-hmm. females getting into basketball. He was very involved in his daughter's um basketball team. I mean like he was doing a lot of good for the brand. And it's just like, it's really sad to think about too. Like, like I pray that his daughter wasn't on that plane. I think we know his wife wasn't, but we don't, we have no idea who else was on that. There's at least five or four others. I should say. Mm-hmm. I mean, prayers for I him. No idea. Prayers for his family. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, like I'm just I still don't believe it's real. I'm not gonna believe it's real, I guess, until Yeah, I need I need like ABC or NBC or just something to say one way or the other. I need where's Woj at? Yeah, that's what I've been seeing on the timeline. It's like Woj needs to be Woj is the guy. But Yeah, everyone's just. I mean, Ra- Rachel Nichols is not said anything yet, but yeah, I looked. I looked at her. I'm looking at um, like Stephen A. Smith. Just anybody that's in that like circle. He hasn't tweeted anything. And there's nothing on ESPN's site either. Yeah, that's that's also very big. Like. ESPN would have said something for sure. Bleacher Report hasn't said anything, I don't think. I think it was like a week ago too, his 81 it was the anniversary of his 81 point game. I remember seeing it on Bleacher Report. And my Internet is just not. Mine's not either. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, Bleacher Report hasn't tweeted it. Bleacher Report NBA hasn't tweeted it. New York Post just put just put it on there. Not like New York Post is the most reputable thing either, but. Yeah, they probably just um, cited a TMZ again. Like TMZ, you know, they're they get some shock stuff, they, but they wouldn't just push that out. Yeah, I don't TMZ is not really a like straight fabricated. They're just they're more in like the scandalous news, but it's usually like correct for the most part. Yeah. Um TMZ Sports is also posting it, which I mean it's the same report. 24/7 Sports is posting it. Or, or, yeah, they're an aggregate, so they would be 
Um, um, somebody somebody brought up a point saying it's probably had hit ESPN yet um, because they're waiting to get the actual uh, yeah the actual news the, and they're not going to push the uh, push that out until they notify like next of kin probably. So right, right, that's true. I also, I'm just really worried about who else was on there too, you know, like, uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's, it's sad either way, but yeah, I just hope, I mean, I really hope it wasn't his kid. Like that's, that would just be even more heartbreaking. Brett Dawson is saying several sites now confirming the initial TMZ report of horrible, seemingly impossible news. Woj posted. He said Kobe Bryant is among those dead in a helicopter crash outside of Los Angeles. The source confirms ESPN. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, there's Woj. That's it. Yeah. Uh, this is a really sad day in the NBA world, especially. But, I mean... I only I only got to watch him at the very end of his career, but I mean, a lot of people a little bit older than me were that was like that was like the LeBron of their time. Mm-hmm. He had a heat, just just as much of an impact. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I don't I don't. It's gonna take me a little bit of time to like find the the most appropriate words to describe it and like digest it yeah i i think i think a lot of us are in shock right now mm-hmm. i don't believe that that's true yeah like you think that legends like that are going to be like you know bill russell when they're like they're going to just be yeah. around forever yeah and like i i mean i can't even think of the last time this is ever like something on this grand of a scale has happened before. I mean, uh, oh shoot, why am I blanking on his name? There was a baseball player that died in a helicopter or a plane crash a while back. I forget his name though, but like, I just, I can't recall to my memory, like a superstar athlete or even like a celebrity of any kind, just at that age. Um, Without and especially like somebody without any like significant issues, like we've seen people, like there's been some rappers that have like OD'd or like you know there's they have mental health issues or something like that. So you're always are like worrying about that type of stuff. But with Kobe Bryant, it's like yeah, he was just like a dude helping his daughter get better at basketball. Uh, trying to help the WNBA grow. I mean, he was talking about it recently too. I remember seeing a um, a quote about it, how he said that there are several WNBA players that could play in the NBA, mm-hmm. which I mean, is a huge statement. I think a lot of yeah, and I think a lot of people took that <clears throat> negatively too. But I think what he meant is like. Like I think you can look at it in, in a negative way, but I don't think he meant it as like that the NBA is a is a superior league. It's just like 
men and women are like built differently. <laughs> so like the fact that there are women that could compete in the NBA is pretty crazy. Like that's how talented they are. Um, so yeah, that was a very big statement coming from, again, a very like important figure in the, in the sport. So. Man, I, I can't formulate words right now. Yeah, me neither. I'm just kind of like blabbering at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously this is a, a an OKC Thunder pod, but like Kobe Bryant is a, a transcendent, multi-generational, once-in-a-lifetime type of Mm-hmm. type of player at, at kind of any any level in any sport and so we'll we'll have to have more to come on him and just like mm-hmm. what he means to all of us and what our favorite moments yeah, are sure. but this is like this is too soon to even like process yeah i think i think in the next week or so we should just have a podcast for that but um yeah i agree i agree with that it's just going to be hard now to like, you know, the next time we have a podcast to be like, all right, Dallas, Dallas is uh, coming to town and these are the stats. And, uh, you know, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know how to move forward. I mean, in, in Thunder stuff, yes, Dallas is coming to town. We're playing Dallas on Monday. We can close the gap on the five or the six seed. We're a game and a half yeah, back on like, the I don't five know how to seed. talk about that now. Like, even after this podcast, none of that when, matters on right Monday. Now. Yeah. But even on like Monday night, it's like, that's still going to be heat. Like very, uh, still feel like earth shattering. So I don't know. I All right. Know. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, man. <laughs> I think if I think people it's time are still listening off. at this point, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you would want to. Yeah. I bet this Listen is real. Our recap this... of Atlanta and Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very real. It's crazy. It's crazy that like this happened while we were recording too. Like that is. So you're, I guess in a way you're getting our very real reactions to it, which is basically just shock. Which is, yeah, while we're being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's time to sign off. Um, so until next time, whenever that is, we will see you all then. Um, and just, yeah, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace. Prayers to his family, his friends, his loved ones. They're all grieving uh, like i can't even imagine what that is like to lose a husband a father uh in that type of fashion just so unexpectedly so yeah that's all i can say yeah so all right we'll see you guys next time thunder up thunder up Thank you for listening to Believe. 
you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.